popping, everybody. Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Thursday. I hate that. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Um, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Happy, happy fucking Thursday, everybody. How you doing today? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's... Kind of stupid. I mean, I, you know, listen, I don't if I was it. on the receiving end of that every time, I'd probably go, oh my God, I wish I'd shut the fuck up. <laughs> so maybe. So we'll cut it at Happy Fucking Thursday. <sighs> happy Fucking Thursday. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's worse. I don't hate it. Okay, dude. <laughs> I dug Listen, myself in a hole. That'll be the last one you guys hear. I'm not even okay. going to edit it out. I'm going to leave it in oh. for the people who like. I don't know. For one to hear one last time. Yeah. Rest in peace. Right. R.I.P. It's down. It's done. It's buried. We're done with that. Okay. All right. In the grave. What's up? Um, How you doing? I'm good. We just recorded a whole hour episode, so I've we have nothing nothing to to say. say. I've talked. I talked for so damn long. Which is nice to hear about somebody else other than my damn self because I do feel like I get on here and I just chat and chat and chat about myself and I'm like, oh my god, I hate doing that. But really, I feel like we're both pretty equal. Really? Yeah, I feel like I, I we both talk same. Edit. It's like Jerry, would you shut? Because you're paying fuck attention to up. yourself. You don't listen to me. No, I do. Like, like no, I'm saying like, yeah, you I pay know. more attention. Yeah. Like you're more nitpicky right. on yourself, exactly, as everybody else is. Everybody else is as nitpicky on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Is that what I meant? I know. Before just Jerry said kidding. something. Oh, how are we gonna remember this? Oh, I said, can you pay attention? Oh, can you pay attention? Are you able to pay? Oh, no, no. I think you just said. I, I think I said, can you pay attention? But yeah, I meant did. it. She was looking at something on her phone, and I didn't know if I spoke, if I would distract her. But <laughs> it could have been perceived as, like, uh, can you pay attention? Like, I'm trying to tell you something, bitch. Put your phone down and pay attention. But I totally meant it. Like, is your brain capable? Are because you able? I know I'm not able to do two things at once. So I meant it one way and then immediately panicked that it came across as the other because that's who I am. No, that wouldn't have bothered <sighs> me, though. I was like, yeah, I should put my phone down because I'm not going to do anything no, you're about to say. that's not what I meant. Oh, I would say that I, to you. I'd be like, I'm, can you pay attention to what I'm saying? I would say that to you. <laughs> no, sometimes I do. Just I'm like, like, put your phone down. I, yeah, I was going to say, you do do that to yeah. me. And, and, and you're right, because I don't pay attention. If yeah. I'm looking at something on my phone, that's all I see is Same. this. Same. Okay, so. So I would have no problem with you going, okay. can you pay attention to what I'm but saying? But that's not what I meant. But I I'm know. glad that you'd be okay with it. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you not? Because I say it to you all the time. I'm I like having being, an intervention. I like being bossed around less. <laughs> you should know that about me. <laughs> you're like, actually, I hate actually, when you say that to me. No, I don't. Not at all. Oh, okay. Just wipe your fucking forehead. We're just at that level. Yeah. Totally. Where I'm like, put your fucking phone down. I know you're not listening just, to anything that yeah, I'm saying right now. Stop. Fucking pay attention to me or I'm leaving. I'm just going to walk out. You're going to do solo. <laughs> Will you even know if I'm gone? I mean, hello. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, that's fun. Anyways, have a fucking Thursday. Um, I think we're just going to hop into emails today. If you guys are new here, welcome to Agamil. Welcome. Welcome. If you enjoy our podcast a lot and you want to listen early, you can pay $2.99 a month. And get us earlier. And get us earlier. You can get our episodes a whole day early. So if you want to listen to us on your nice Sunday where you clean around the house, you don't want to wait until Monday, you could do that for $3 a month. And it helps support us. Yeah. Yeah. And Thursdays come out on Wednesdays too. You'll be a part of the early gang. You know who you are. You totally don't have to, but it helps support us. Um... Okay, we've got some random emails that we don't have categorized that we want to just read. Yeah. I'm going to start off with this one because this one, um, oh, I don't know which one I want. I want to read this one because I know, like, it has pictures that kind of gave Alyssa the EBGBs. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I, it just opened. Like, I didn't click on it. It just <laughs> opened up, and there was just stitches on, in my face. <laughs> um, yeah, so hold on a second. Let Jerry get on this. Okay. So hi, Jerry and Alyssa. I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story about your surgery. Uh, I have something some I have something very similar to similar to treat occipital neuralgia. 
I have an internal battery in my abdomen with the wires and electrodes up up my body and into my head. I have one right above my eyebrow and one on the right side at the base of my skull. I've had it done when I was 23, and that was when I really started living. As the stories you're telling... Sorry, I got to enlarge it because I can't sing. Um, All the stories that you're telling and all the things that you're feeling, I've also been through. It's now four and a half years post-op, and this is when my life has just begun, has really begun. I've always loved your podcast, and now even more so. Thank you for sharing your story. I love you both. I just want to say thank you for sharing your story, too. And wow. So so we're we're battery twins. <laughs> I mean yours in your abdomen and mine's in my ass, but hey. Can you walkie talkie them? <laughs> Can we walkie talkie? Can we do we have some sort of connection? <laughs> Listen, I'm mesmerized by the shit. I'm blown away at technology and I am glad. I mean, she's four and a half years out and she's starting like her life and it's like changed. And I am so looking forward to that. I can't wait to be so far out of surgery and just being a different person. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the pains, the aches, the boo-boos, the this, the that. Oh, the the Everything that we've went through to get to the point of this stimulator. And now to be living life. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you for writing in and sharing your story with us. I really appreciate it. Aww. I love you. Wait, which one do you want me to read next? Uh, any of them. The Urgent... Oh, no, I think that should be the last one. All right. Because that's going into actual, like, email advice sort Okay, of urgent, please read. If you're listening, you're going to wait. Okay, you're going to, yeah, we're, we're going to get to you, definitely. Um, oh, you can go down to the one I had a crazy dream about, you guys. Wait, somebody said, Oh, I love you so much, Listen, Jerry. You guys rock. I just wanted to say that I love Agamil. Aw. That's just emailed in just to say that. But that's what I'm saying. Where do I put that? That's very nice. Of you. We used to do appreciation. Remember, we get a lot of appreciation emails. You guys don't appreciate us anymore. That's the problem. No, I <laughs> just kidding. There's only so much we can read of like, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> no, but that was so sweet. That was you very see, nice. and that's what I mean. We have to read it. Thank you. We love you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had a crazy dream about you guys. Okay, go ahead. Ooh. She had a dream about <laughs> us. All right. Okay. Hi, ladies. So I know this might sound weird, but I just woke up and decided to share my dream with you. I listen to the podcast every Monday and Thursday, and of course, Saturdays when that was a thing. (laughs) And I love Alyssa's vlog, so it's safe to say that I hear your voices a lot. Okay. So let's jump into my dream. I dreamt that Jerry was planning a mid-year Christmas dinner. She was in the mood for some Christmas in July. So Alyssa and I were invited. (laughs) Of course, I had to get all the presents ready. So I bought a present for every single one. Even RJ, Mimi, Bella, Benji, and Bailey. I also remember being really sad because Alyssa's parents were not able to come that day. Oh, my God. Finally, the Christmas night in July comes, and Alyssa picks me up. And I live in Queens, so I guess it makes sense. And on our way, I realized that I forgot the gifts. And Alyssa says that we have to go back and get them. So we do. And then we get stuck in the worst traffic I've seen in, on the Long Island Expressway. To relax a little from the stress of being late, we play Christmas music all the way and sing to it. I also remember being very excited because Alyssa was singing her version of Let Let It Snow. Oh, my God. So we get to Jerry's house. I actually have no idea where you guys live. I'm not a creep. All I remember is the kitchen since I've seen it in the vlogs. And Jerry had this huge table of delicious food, and she was so excited that we were finally there because everyone was starving. We sit down and eat, and my dream jumps into opening the present. I was so nervous that you guys wouldn't like them. The first one to open it was ever and I remember him liking it and then it was Jerry's turn and I don't remember what I got her but it was this huge box and then she goes over to open it and I wake up oh I guess all I want to say is thank you for having me over (laughs) it was it was a nice dinner P.S. I thought that was so funny so I had to share it with you girls oh that's fucking hysterical wait that is like like, so us too I guess all I want to say is thank you again for having me over it was a nice dinner Wait, that's so us in a dream. Like, you doing Christmas mid-July, and then me being like, no, we have to go we back and get to the go get him. <laughs> She knows us well. That she knows us better than she knows us. Her brain. I mean, we know us. Her brain knows us very well. They played out our characters. Damn, all girl. I fuck, she's like, a, even RJ, Mimi, Bella, Benji, Billy. <laughs> that's a sequel. Damn. Very funny. My poor cats are getting left out of it. I guess I need oh, to shit. mention my cats a little more often. I, to be fair, yours are very confusing to the to the outside. Like I didn't I didn't understand your cats until probably a year in. 
<laughs> I'm like fucking baby, fucking pretty, Frankie, fat cat, fucking Your mom still sprinkles, sparkles, baby pretty, baby pretty, like <laughs> pretty. Baby. They have their regular regular names and then the and then the nicknames and uh, then there's two of the same color and then the other two are the same color. It was very confusing. Oh my at first. god! Now Fuck. I know. Girl, it took I, me like a year. I love you. I love you. It's, it's fucking. This is hysterical. Oh, you love her? No, I'm saying I love you, but this is hysterical. This is why I love doing what we're doing. Yeah. Like, and I love that people, like, we're vulnerable, and I love that people get us and dream about us. I mean, hey. Her dream really gets us. Oh, my God. That sucks, though. You ever try to go back into a dream? You're like, fuck, I want to know what was in that box. Yeah, exactly. I want to know what was in that box, that big, huge box. What did you get me? I want to know. Did dreams really come true? Because (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. Oh, hold on, because I accidentally exited out of my email. (laughs) Awkward. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm so excited. I just hit the X. Damn it! Where is it? Oh, there it is. All right. What's next? Okay. Up next is. I'm gonna do this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is um. <clears throat> if it opens, hold on. Okay. Hey guys. Okay. This is like a, a follow up. Somebody sent us a dream email. Wait, is it attached? Oh, yes, it's attached. Hey, guys, I'll get right into it because I'm so freaked out. Last night, I dreamt that I'm supposed to die on the 17th of, De- of September. My family was crying. There was nothing I could do nine times out of ten. I never remember what I dreamt for, and they're not so good. And P.S., I reached out to Laura. Because this was September 2020, by the way. Yeah. And I reached out, and I'm like, Laura, are you okay? A damn year ago. A damn year ago. I was looking for her in the Facebook. I was looking for her everywhere. I couldn't <laughs> fucking find Laura. I was worried. I'm like, oh, my God, Laura, are you okay? <laughs> Did you die? Did you die, Laura? So. <laughs> she says. She says. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Anticlimatic. Because I, I can't find the fucking email. <laughs> it's right above it. Okay, I got it. Oh, wow. I'm an idiot. <laughs> You didn't just scroll up. You went back. I exited out. (laughs) Okay. Hey, guys. I'm alive and well. This is so unbelievably strange. I had another weird dream today. Told my friends about it. Listened to your most current episode while I was getting ready this morning. And once that one ended, another one played, I guess, an episode that I hadn't fully listened to. And as I was listening, I thought... Oh, how did I miss this? As I was driving, you guys read my email, and it was another strange dream. It's just so ironic that the episodes I didn't complete was a dream episode, and today I had another weird one. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not in the Facebook group, by the way. I only use Instagram. Mm. Anyway, it was nice to hear you read my email. So, so funny, and uh, made it really happy. Sending you so much love, Jerry. Hope you're recovering well. Okay. Uh, You, as well as... uh, Sorry, I'm... Having a difficult time seeing. Sending you all so much love. Jerry, I hope you're recovering fast. You got this. You'll be able to go on your walks before you know it. Our minds are the most powerful muscle we have. We all got this. You as well, Alyssa. Try not being hard on yourself. Just try. With love, <laughs> Laura. She's like, just try. Just, just, just try. Just try. Laura. You probably listening so to an glad. old episode. I'm, I'm in a much better place now, Laura. Laura, I'm so glad that you're alive and well. I, I was worried about you. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, is this how I was trying to look at pictures? Is I was she like, from oh my God, Islands or something? What are you doing that? I don't know. From Staten oh, Island? Oh, no, you know why? Because the practical and jokers. The pra- impractical jokers. Oh, my God, what is it? You know, practical and jokers. Impractical jokers. You don't remember that episode where... The- I wasn't like a huge... Laura, I like your pants, Laura. No. Oh, I've watched anyway. a few a few episodes, oh, but God. I haven't watched I like, all the I fucking seasons. love them. They're hysterical. But anyway, Laura, I'm glad that you're doing well and that you're alive and well. All right, Laura. I really was worried about you. She was worried. She was she was texting me every week going, where's Laura? Laura. Have you I'm heard from kidding. Laura? <laughs> all right, what's up? Um, Sleeping with Trey Songs. You could do sleeping with Trey Songs. Oh my god, this is a long story. Somebody's sleeping with Trey Songs. Somebody slept with Trey Songs. Ooh. All right, 
Hello, Hello, ladies. Hi. I thought I'd share a crazy story from my high school senior trip with you. Not sure what category this would fall into, but I thought it was worth sharing. Which is why I'm sitting over here, because I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> in 2014, me and my best friend went our, on our senior trip. We lived in a small town, and at the time, we wanted to go all go out, go out, all out for this trip. Usually people go with like 20 plus friends for their senior trips, and our friend group was doing that. But they were going somewhere in Florida, while me and my best friend wanted to go all out, a.k.a. balls to the wall kind of trip. <laughs> okay. We booked ourselves a trip to Cancun. We were 16 or 17 at the time, so my friend's mom and older brother went with us to, quote, supervise us. I'll send a story about the brother next because that's a whole last story in itself with a winky face. <laughs> One night, we got ready to go downtown Cancun where all the clubs were. Her mom did not feel comfortable with us going, so we told her we were just going to hang out at the bar that was attached to the resort. Yeah, no. We left the resort without notifying anyone and took some golf cart ride with randos to downtown. (gasps) And you're 16 and 17 (gasps) years old. I think about how, I think about this now and how unsafe and stupid this was. But I mean, we were 16 and wanted to be crazy. We get downtown and right away, we get downtown and right away, as we were walking by all the clubs, deciding which one we're going into, these guys ask us if we want to come to their table. The clubs in Cancun are all like halfway outside with no walls, so you can see right in, and the tables kind of line the road, so you can see who is walking by. We said yes because the lines were so long to get into these clubs, and these guys got us in right away. They told us that Trey Songs was about to perform, and that they were his managers and crew people, and we didn't really believe them, but we just went with it. Oh, it sounds like Mike. Well, <laughs> <laughs> running into people like, like the lady we ran into in the city, and she's like, yeah, Lady Gaga's parents. And like she actually was friends with Lady yeah. Gaga's parents. Well, sure enough, Trey Songs performed at the club, sat at the same table as us, took shots with us the whole nine yards. Shut the fuck up. They invited us back to their penthouse. I was at the top of some fancy-ass condos. And of course, we went with them. Once again, dumb. Mind you, her mom thinks that we're at the resort the whole time. We get in the limo and go to their room slash house and drink, dance, hang out, and whatnot. There were tons of people there. Pretty sure it was a lot of his friends slash their girlfriends and crew, etc. My friend ended up up sleeping with Trey Songs, and I hooked up with his manager. (gasps) They did make my friend signed some NDA agreement, but I think it was some bullshit paper that they were trying to scare us. Like, I literally think they hand-wrote it ten more ten minutes before they hooked up. Unfortunately, they wouldn't let us take pictures of Trey Songs as he was getting fucked up drinking smoking, and they didn't want it publicized. They took our phones out of the penthouse. I do, however, have a photo of us and his manager hanging out with some of his crew, which I will attach below. We ended up taking a city bus with all of the people who work at the resorts back to our resort at like 5.30 a.m. We told her mom that we met people at the bar and hung out in their hotel room. And I honestly don't think she knows what happened that night. (laughs) I'm surprised that we even made it out alive without getting kidnapped. I have attached the photos below. Safe to say I'll never forget this night. And as you can see, we had the lanyard to be able to sit with their tables too. Oh. My. (gasps) Shut. Goodness. The fuck up. You don't look 16. Oh, my God. <laughs> if my daughter ever wants to go to Cancun. <laughs> Mama Jerry's shaking in her face. Like, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. What's the drinking age in Mexico? I thought it was 18. Is it younger? I don't know. How they get into the... Oh, because of him. They told the mom we were going out to a bar at 16 and 17. It must be 16. I don't know. I don't know, but damn. I mean, hello. It's a memory your friend will never forget. I wonder if he was good. Probably. Mm. <laughs> it's 18. So mom was just like, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sure. Go, to the go, bar. To the bar. go to the bar that's <gasps> attached to a resort. Oh, my God. Listen, you got to just believe people. There was one time in New York City, I was with my friends and we were sitting at McDonald's and some random guy just came up, sat at our table and was just like chatting with us about random things. Did I tell you this story? I think you have. And then at the end of the conversation, he gets up and he goes, and I'm Mary J. Blige's brother. Wow. Did I tell you that? I felt like the story was familiar, but my Mary J. Blige's brother? No, yeah. that wasn't familiar. Yeah. Wow. Literally, we looked up. He's like, yeah, my name is da 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 I looked him up. He literally is Mary J. Blige's brother. The whole time we're just talking to this random guy. Da, da, da. It's so funny the people you run into. So it's just funny that he's like, yeah, Trey Songs. Da, 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 da. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right, whatever. Yeah. It's like shit, but if it'll get me into the bar and not have to wait on this line, sure, I'll go. Meanwhile, yeah. Talk about- she slept with the manager. <gasps> you Girl, girl, oh Talk my about, gosh. Like, right place, right time. Like, Talk what about, are the like, odds that you run into somebody like that? And like fucking forever etched in her brain. 
That's like crazy. what everybody else did on senior trip. Oh, you guys went to Florida. I fucked Trey Song's manager. Just saying. In Cancun in his penthouse. <laughs> Damn. A penthouse in Cancun? Damn. That's sick. That's crazy. Wow. Okay, well, from Trey Song's, we're going to McDonald's. How about that? All right. Okay. Uh, so I'm listening to Monday's podcast where you guys talked about eggs versus McDonald's eggs. I wanted to give you the scoop. Wait, this is like inside scoop. Yeah, but it's not because it's really... It's an update? It's just like, yeah. All right. Okay? All right. I did have it in the inside scoop, by the way. Uh, so the round eggs that come in Egg McMuffins are actually real eggs. We use round stencils, stencils and we steam them. Yeah. The eggs that come in the biscuits and the McGriddles are indeed frozen, but we don't cook them in the microwave. Those are also steamed on top of the grill. Okay. The scrambles and egg whites are in liquid form in the cartons. All eggs are cooked on the grills. I low-key love McDonald's and hate that they took their bagels off the menu. Um, that was it. Okay, love you. Bye. McDonald's had bagels? Yeah, they did. How long ago? I didn't know they had bagels. Yeah, I remember them having plain... I, I don't know if it was... I just remember a plain bagel, but oh, I don't remember. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> So yeah, so it's it's frozen real eggs that eggs. are steamed on their grill. That's it's what you still love. real eggs. Frozen food is actually good because it like preserves the preserves them. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me you didn't learn something today. I, I learned a it, lot. Frozen stuff is good because it preserves the shit. <laughs> okay, hi Jerry. I just finished listening to today's podcast and could not stop laughing about you not wanting to go in public. <laughs> I am the same. However, it reminded me of a story I heard on a news channel and thought it would be a, you would have a good laugh reading it. I copied and pasted it from the BBC, so it's not my words. Also, hope your back is feeling better. My sister had the same thing happen after her spinal f- fusion did not help. Unfortunately, her battery dislodged twice, so she has had to have it put in different spots. Third time, and it's stable now. Uh, we could be pen pals as your life and fears mirror mine. With weight and insecurities. I'm 58 and I'm in Australia. Oh. Enjoy the poop story. She's 58. Wow. Wow. Thank One of our listening. more mature listeners. I'm more mature. I'm more mature. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the story that's copy and pasted from the news. A woman who threw her poo out of the date's toilet window because it would not flush had to be rescued after she got stuck trying to retrieve it. <gasps> what the fuck? Wait. Okay, let me read this. Sorry. The amateur gymnast was on a first date with a Bristol student, Liam Smith, when she panicked and threw her feces out the window. It, doesn't, it did not land in the garden, but became wedged between two non-opening windows. After climbing in headfirst, she, came, she became wedged. Mrs. Smith had to call the fire and rescue for help. The story appeared on a crowdfunding page set up by the University of Bristol students. Mr. Smith, who is raising funds for his, to fix his broken window, wrote, that he was on a Tinder date and the woman with a woman and they went back and shared to sorry to the shared house he lived in. We'd had a really nice evening, we'd had a nice really nice meal at a well known chicken restaurant, had a few beers, and then gone back to mine for a bottle of wine and a film. He said the woman went into the toilet and came back and had a panicked look in her eyes and told him what she had done. He said the toilet window opened into a narrow gap separated by another double-glazed window. It was into this twilight zone that my date had thrown her poo, he said. <laughs> he went to find a hammer to smash the window, but deci- she decided to climb head, head in first after, after the <laughs> offending package and became jammed. I was starting to grow concerned, so I called the fire brigade, and once they composed themselves, they said, set to work removing her from the window. Although the woman was rescued unharmed, Mrs. Smith said his bathroom window was destroyed. (laughs) I'm not complaining they did what they had to do. Problem is, I've been quoted around 300... Where is this? Pounds? Uh, uh, 300 pounds. Or euros? uh, Or euros, whatever. uh, Wait, is Australia? I don't know. Pounds, (laughs) then pounds. Okay. Um, To replace the window and a pro... And as a postgraduate student, there is a significant 
chunk of my monthly budget. Mr. Smith originally set a crowdfunding target of 200 pounds, but has already raised more than 1,000 pounds. uh, 1,200 pounds, sorry. He said he and his date had decided to split the extra cash between the two charities, one supporting firefighters and another that builds and maintains flushing toilets in developing countries. Oh, my God. Unsurprisingly, the woman does not want to be named, but Mrs. Smith said he has seen her since, and who knows what the future holds. We had a lovely night on the second date, but it's too early to say if she's the one. But we got along very well, and she's a lovely girl. And we've already got through the most difficult stuff got through the most difficult stuff out of the way on our first date. Uh, the fire and rescue service confirmed that they that they did receive a call and freed a woman trapped between an external and double glazing. It also confirmed that the window was broken in the process. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. I was like, oh my God, when I started reading this because there's a show I watch, 911, and this was an episode. They made an episode out of this story. Really? Yeah. They went on a date. She ate something. I'm pretty sure it was 911. Yes, it was one of the calls they got to. They went on a date. She ate something. Her stomach was bothering her. Clogged the toilet. She went to throw it out and so got they stuck took in the window. Inspiration from that. So they, they all right, if you watch 911, I don't remember if it was the LAPD, uh, the LAFD, or the, the Texas one, but one of them did a storyline based on this girl throwing shit out the window. Getting stuck in the window. And then getting stuck in the window. That's funny. That's also, fucking hysterical. Just I hysterical. looked it up, and she is from Australia, but she said they, she copied and pasted from the BBC, so it is pounds. Because Australia is the Australian dollar. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah. England. BBC is, like, British, I think, right? British, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is pounds. That's fucking hysterical. Okay, my, my, my fellow fucking scared of pooping in public person. Thank you for sending that in. I don't ever poop at somebody's house on the first date. That was that girl's number one rule break. In the show that I watched, it was like she she was he, lactose intolerant or something like that, or it was like something like that that really got her going. Yeah, that's fucking funny that they made a fucking show out of this. That is really funny. That's so random. Hmm. All right, now we can read this one. You're gonna do it, or you want me to do it? I could do it. Yeah. What is it? The urgent. Please read. Oh. I'll take over if you can't. If your chin starts bothering you, you let me know. Okay. I think I'm good right now. You're so much better reader than I am. You're so much better reader. How about a better talker, too, since I can't even talk? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Hello, beautiful women. Yeah, what's up? Alyssa, I've been watching you for so long on YouTube, and I've been obsessed with the podcast since day one. You are such an inspiration, and you have the most drive I've ever seen. I really would love to meet you in person. I swear we'd be best of friends. Jerry, first question, can you adopt me as your daughter-in-law? Second, you are such a beautiful person inside and out. I love listening to both of you and the relationship that you and Alyssa have is 100% goals. You are the best. Love you guys. Thank you. Let's get the fuck into it. I mean, uh, okay. I know it's long. Sorry. Also, my grammar is awful because I'm typing this so fast. Okay. Wish me luck, you guys. I'm trying my best. As long as it's not one big run on sentence. Which I keep taking breaths. I see some periods. I have this quote, best friends. Yes, it's in quotations because I'm not so sure that she cares about me as much as I care about her. It, <clears throat> we have been amazing friends since eighth grade and over the past two years we've got really close. Or at least I thought. Well, fast forward to a couple of weeks we went to a bachelorette party. I was going to be the DD the whole time because I'm not a huge drinker and I was totally fine with that. Well, as the bachelorette weekend started, it was great. We went to a dinner, relaxed, and just enjoyed each other's company. As the weekend went on, I started to realize that I was being left out. I recently found out that I have diabetes, and which was a very scary diagnosis at only 27. She knew this, and she was the first person that I told because I trusted her and was so upset. It's not new knowledge that as a diabetic, I have to watch my sugar and make sure that it doesn't drop. So to be honest, food is always a thought to just to avoid the anxiety of my blood sugar dropping. Well, This one day, that put me over the edge, I drove everyone, six people, to multiple wineries so wine and beer tasting could be done. I had mentioned in the morning that I think that we should get to dinner early. Well, the whole day goes by, five wineries later, and I was fine with being there. 
no, I wasn't, quote, enjoying it as I wasn't drinking, but I was enjoying the fact that I was able to ensure all of my friends were being safe and not drinking and driving and making sure that the soon-to-be bride was enjoying herself. Well, I say that I would really like to go to dinner, so we park, and right when we get out of the car, everyone runs off to yet another brewery, Mm -hmm. even though I was under the impression that since everyone knew that I was diabetic, I was one diabetic and two starving, that would be a priority for them to make going to get dinner a priority and keep in mind it's seven o'clock by this point at this point the soon-to-be bride my so-called best friend doesn't even talk doesn't even once talk to me and address my concern and she just runs off to do what she wants to do also i know that this is her bachelor party but to be honest she gave no shits about anyone other than herself at all Mm. i can't imagine my friend having diabetes and not acknowledging that she needs to eat we finally get to dinner at least 45 minutes after them going to the last bar she barely talks to me and um, just have this standoff, standoffish attitude towards me. After I ate, I was feeling a lot more better and just trying to continue the night off good. Well, we went to a tourist attraction, and while me and the soon-to-be bride were walking up the stairs at night, she lifts my dress up. What? I'm a heavier girl, and I was on my period, and I bled through my underwear earlier. I immediately yanked my dress down and said, why the fuck would you do that? She gets all pissy and leaves me yet again. After she, After that, she didn't talk to me at all. And if she did, I could feel the tension. So the weekend goes on and the night before we leave, me and one of the other girls go back to where we were staying to pack since we have to be up by 1.30 a.m. to leave for the airport. We ask everyone to get an Uber back since it's only 10 minutes away. Me and the other girl finish packing and by 10 o'clock we had to sleep. Well, at 11.30 they call us saying they cannot find an Uber Uber back. So even though I I was irritated, I still go to pick them up since that's how my mom raised me. I would never intentionally leave my friend somewhere. Well, we pick them up. The bride doesn't have... Doesn't the bride to be doesn't say a word to me, nor does she even think to say thank you for picking her up. All in all, the trip ended weird as hell, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. I am hurt and pissed, and even though I am a bridesmaid, I am feeling like I want to be done and say that I'm not going to her wedding. She hurt me so bad, and she showed me that she does not give a shit about me. Do I cancel and tell her I am not going to go to her wedding, which is in a month, or? Or if you think that I should cancel, what the fuck do I say? I am so lost. Or do I suck it up and go, and then once her wedding is over, just cut her out? Can't wait to hear from you soon. Oof. And we just got this email, so we're answering in prompt timing. Right away. Should she bail on her best friend's wedding? Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Her very last line said, or do I suck it up and go, and then once the wedding is over, just cut her out? So... To me, you're saying you're done with her either way. I wouldn't fucking go through with the wedding. Uh, I wouldn't. She literally used the fuck out of you that whole weekend and was really rude to you. Yeah. And if you already know you're cutting her out of the life, why go through the expenses of being in that bridal? I mean, I'm sure everything you already paid for already. already paid for everything and then start drama. I don't know. You... (laughs) That's sacrificing your mental health to accommodate her. her. So that's going to be up to you. I don't know if I could do it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. I would. What I would do is I would just sit her down and say, listen, X, Y, and Z over this trip. I'm really not feeling like I should go to your wedding at this point. Like, what do you think? And then mm. let her response dictate. If she's like, I did nothing to you, da, 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 da. I'd be like, okay, then I'm not coming to your wedding. Have a great time. Mm. Or if she's like, oh, okay, I hear you. Listen, I, I was a real asshole. Yeah, like, like I was stressed, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Like, I think, thank you so much for helping and picking people up and, you know, being so good. Like, if that's her response, then maybe just go. If you paid for your dress and everything already, might as well. Mm-hmm. You know what, Alyssa? You're fucking so smart. I keep saying Stop. this every episode. I feel like your your advice is getting better and better and mine is getting worse and worse. I Stop. think you're 100% correct. Thank you. Because, I mean, if you are considering her, you're considering her yeah, your maybe best not, don't friend. Don't be so quick to throw it away. Yeah, maybe. But the fact that she was, though, like, or do I just go through it and then just cut her off after? It makes me feel like maybe there's something deeper. Or maybe you're overthinking it. I, I don't know. I just mean, she's definitely listen, wrong. To me. <laughs> she's definitely wrong for what she did to you over that trip. 100%. Um, but I think that personally, I would sit down and have a conversation with her before just being like, but like, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't text her and just be like, hey, I'm not coming to your wedding anymore. Bye. Mm. Like, to me, I feel like, yes, yeah, she fucked up and was mean and whatever. But I think you both owe yourselves a conversation before you just throw everything in the trash. And again, how she responds is how you'll move forward. 
maybe she'll be apologetic and realize maybe it'll make you guys stronger. Like, you can't just sweep things under the rug. You can't just cut her out and then never say it to her because you're always going to live with the what ifs or looking for closure. I think you guys need to have that conversation, even if you are going to cut it off, honestly. I think a conversation needs to be had because otherwise you'll just always be wondering, like, did she know how she was so rude to me? Like, I feel like I need to say that to her. And then it's going to be too far gone. So You're right. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> so. I'm conceding. I lost. Alyssa's Come right. Stop. <laughs> it's not a battle. No, I know. I know, I know. But your 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 advice was definitely much more mm. much more better than mine. <laughs> um, like you have to think about if we were in her shoes, like if we were at a bachelorette weekend, somebody was being very rude, it was our best friend, we were driving everybody around, like I wouldn't just be like, uh, I'm not coming to your wedding. I'd be like, listen, we need to have a conversation like, because what, what you did, about? yeah, what you did this weekend was very uncalled for, and I'm your best friend. And I tried to help you so much, and you were very rude. And we have had a lot of people say like, um, like write in. Well, not a lot, but we have, and I know I'm one of them that acts differently in front of different people. Like, got that though. But what I'm saying is, is maybe around some of the other friends who were there, she acted differently. Where if she was just one-on-one with that friend, it would have been, she would have given you her full attention and been concerned about you the whole time, but she was surrounded by other friends and acted differently. No? I just don't think that that's acting differently. I think that's just being straight up rude. If you are if you get around somebody else, another friend, and you're just rude to your other friend, that's, oh, that's a problem. Up. Oh, absolutely. Versus like acting like a little more funny or a little more outgoing or pretending to be interested in something is like a little more surface level. Versus it definitely like, seemed like she used you like to be yeah. the DD and just didn't take you into consideration, which, like Alyssa said, that's just really rude. Conversation um, needs to be had, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so there's another one over here. It says funny boyfriend story. Again, didn't know where to put it, so it's just here. <laughs> here she is. <laughs> here she is. Um, uh, it's from a girl. She absolutely adores our podcast. Uh, she's written in before with some issues, uh, and we've never failed to help her out. So thank you both. Love you both. Today, I just have a funny story to share what happened to me and my boyfriend. Okay, ladies, so me and my boyfriend and... So my boyfriend and I have been together for about five months. We were best friends for a few months, and the story of us getting together is a whole ass roller coaster that I won't get into because it's just a whole other email in itself. He's my first boyfriend, so this relationship has been a lot of firsts for me. He's 16. Ah, shit. I'm 16. He's 15. (laughs) Something you guys should know is my boyfriend is... My boyfriend and I's main love language is physical touch. So there's lots of cuddling, making out, you know, vibes. And because neither of us can drive yet, it makes it difficult for us to hang out for more than once or twice a week. So when we're, so when my physical touch boyfriend is in the mood, uh, he lets me know. No, he doesn't send nudes. And I'm not, it's not really just not about that life, but telling me how he wishes we were making out, and then he starts talking with not so many words, basically saying he wants to fuck. Fornicate? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sitting here like, bro, I'm still a virgin, and I'm 16, and no judgment to other 16-year-olds who aren't virgins, but it's just not for me, at least not right now. And when I tell you, this boy starts telling me how I wouldn't be able to walk when we were done. I couldn't keep myself from dying laughing. I'm sitting here at the other end of the phone like, dude, we're both virgins. This is <laughs> the first time is not going to be good. Like, it's both of you to assume, dude. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm a horrendous storyteller. It probably sounds more anticlimactic, but I promise you, I was about pissing myself laughing. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, he's 15 years old. He's a virgin. He's like, man, when I'm done with you, you ain't going to be able to walk. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I would have been laughing too. I would have been like, honey, really? <laughs> Come on. Anyway, ladies, thank you for reading this. Even if you were, uh, your emails are probably flooded. Love you guys. Here are pics of us because I know you love them. All right, now now we got to go look at you guys. Oh, that's fucking hysterical. That's funny. That is so funny. And you're like, honey, no. We're both virgins. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> you won't be able to walk when I'm done with you. <laughs> It's just laughable. Uh, that was pretty fucking funny, actually. <laughs> At least you own up to it. You're like, no, you're not. We're virgins. It's not going to be good. That's like in high school, if somebody wanted to, <laughs> it sounds very like sad. If somebody wanted to like fight me, I'd be like, 
you're gonna beat the shit out of me. No thanks. <laughs> it's like no, it's no, not. No, 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 no. We're good. I'm really. okay. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> you won. Talk all the shit you want. <laughs> you won. I'm good. Thanks. I need, I need my face. <laughs> oh my god, people are funny. That's funny. That's cute of him. It's bold of him. Are they still together? I guess. I mean, this, she just sent this. Oh, this is recent. Oh, wait. Uh, somebody has a podcast idea. Okay. Okay, she's currently in the process of buying her own place with her hubby, and she would love to know from all of the Agamel fam what the living expenses are like, where they're from, like the average cost of rent, groceries, minimum wage. Maybe I'm being nosy or just a thought. Lots of love. That's interesting. Somebody, I just saw somebody put in the Facebook group, like, what's the minimum wage from where you are? Mm -hmm. But that could be an interesting sort of thing um, to talk about, like... The average price of housing or your monthly bills or something like that. I mean, it could yeah. be like a topic of like get, getting people like started and like what do you have saved up and stuff like that. And it's yeah. not nothing for comparison. It's just more for education purposes. You know, that would yeah. be an interesting thing. So if anybody has advice and you guys want to write in on like how you went about getting your first home and how the expenses work and stuff like that, write it in. Of where you live. Yeah. Yeah. We would definitely. We keep you anonymous. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Oh, right, yeah. So if you want to send those in, Agamil Podcast, did you want to come? You also follow us on Instagram at Agamil and hit the little email button and just email us right then and there so you don't remember anything I just said. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is where you put our jingle. Inside scoop. No. <laughs> now let's wow. read what you guys, although we already read emails, so fuck me. Forget it. We're trying to make jingles, you guys. They're like, yeah, we know. It's been a long time. You guys have been talking shit. <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, we know. It's been inserted in random spots in the last five minutes. <laughs> Just randomly, it's like, all right, now let's read what you guys have to say. All right, let's read what you. <laughs> time for our monthly favorites. <laughs> it's like not at all. Sorry, guys. We are getting our shit together. Okay. I I forced her to record them this morning. Whatever, dude. <laughs> okay, anyways. All right, Inside Scoop. You guys love that. We love that. I love them, too. So basically, if you're not familiar, we have a segment where we have you guys email in about places you've worked before, and you give us, like, the, the dirty secrets about where you used to work. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Okay. A liquor store steals your freebies? Workplace exposed. Mm. That's the subject line. Hey, ladies, I've already written in, but I guess I've had a lot of shitty employers. <laughs> I used to work for a private liquor store. And you know how when you buy a bottle of liquor, you usually get a small mini bottle attached. No. No. Where? Not uh, here. I know why. Not in New York. But because why? Keep reading. Our liquor store, while putting all the bottles on the shelf, was told to take them off, put them in a container, and then at the end of our shift, on shipment day, everyone would... Take home the freebies that were supposed to be for the customers. <gasps> kind of shady when you think about it, but oh my god. When I went to a music festival, I saved about 50 freebies from working and snuck them in, and it was great. Okay, love you, bye. Oh my god, that's great. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, like, maybe the little ones that when we go up to the front counter, they're like a dollar. Yeah. Motherfuckers, see, over here, they take most of the bottles and they sell them to us. At least there, they give them to their employees for free. <laughs> I don't think that that was ever a thing. I think I- they just sell them separately. I don't know. They ain't giving nothing for free here. Not a mini liquor bottle. It's like a whole shot and a half. Oh my god. No way. That's pretty funny. Listen, you got you got your uh at least you got free liquor. For for your festival. What festival did you go to? How was it? Was it good? <laughs> I wanna know. Okay. Exposing secrets about jo- uh jobs. Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler, Ram. Ooh. Ooh. Hi, listen, Jerry. I've, I have a bit of a different job secret to expose for you all. I used to work as a call center representative for Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Yes, these four brands all belong to the same company, and our call center took all the calls for all four brands. Interesting. Uh, A few secrets you probably wouldn't expect. When you call into the call center, one of those brands, and it takes you through the entire menu of options, it really doesn't matter what you choose. (laughs) No matter what option you pick, the call still goes to the same pool of agents. And the only thing that changes is how we answer the phone. We get a little one or two word whisper on the phone that tells us what menu option you chose. So we 
know how to answer the call. That makes sense. Okay. The menu options are for analytics only. Everyone that works there takes every call, every kind of call. Makes sense. The dumb thing was, if you got a call about a Jeep warranty on the Dodge recall line, for example, you had to transfer it to the correct line, even though it might just go to the agent (laughs) sitting next to you. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Or if it was a call started out as uh, as a call type, a type of call, sorry, but changed it halfway through. You would have to pretend you didn't know about the other stuff and transfer it to them, them to the correct line. Oh and yes, I have transferred someone to another line before, and they ended up getting me back. <gasps> oh, my God. That's so funny. So it's like, yes, please hold. Let me transfer you, and then you answer the same fucking call. <laughs> she goes, I just played dumb and pretended that I was a different person. <laughs> Okay, number Wait, two. You know what I do on call lines when I can't fucking get anybody? Press zero. I hate it over and over and over and over again, and all of a sudden it goes, okay, connecting you to a representative. Oh, hat. you don't scream in the phone like I do? No. Representative. <laughs> Zane does it now, too. I just see him hitting zero over and over again. I'm like, it fucking works. <laughs> okay, uh, number two. Whenever we were asked by customers where we were lo- located, which a lot of people do ask, we had to say approximately 45 minutes outside of Deportation. Detroit, because the company wanted to maintain their image that re, re, maintain their image that when you called an American company, car, American car company, you were talking to someone in America. Well, that's not true. We are we are forty five minutes outside of Detroit in Canada, just across the border. We would occasionally get called out for sounding Canadian, but not that often. <gasps> That's fucked up. Number three, we were super limited in terms of what we were able to escalate to case management for customers. There was goodwill criteria. Um, A customer had to meet, such as having all of your oil changes done at the dealership, being less than 20,000 miles over warranty, be the original owner, etc. If they were asking for help outside of warranty, and if they did not meet that criteria... It was a hard no. Wow. You would wow. You go no further than your first agent to talk to, and we were trained to be a brick wall that just kept saying no until they hung up, no matter how much you yell at us and deny them talking to a supervisor. Oh my wow. god! Wow, that's Ain't fucked a up. Scoop. Uh, four, because most of the calls we got were usually irate customers. We didn't involve. We didn't involve much of ta- us talking. Just us getting yelled at. We would often be sitting at our desk with a coloring book or some knitting and doing that until it was our turn to talk. (laughs) Sorry that was long. I feel like there are so many more things I could spill out working in a call center, but I'll leave it there for now. That's That's pretty fucking funny. They're like, listen, I'm not going to get yelled at all day long, so I'm just going to bring my coloring book and crayons. That is so fucking funny. I could never do that. Never. No. Customer service? No. You'd yell at people? No, uh, no, no, no. I could do customer service, but like a job that I knew every day, I would just get yelled at and yelled at and yelled at. That's like that any would be customer that, that would just be like bad for my mental health. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, agree. Damn. Well, good for you, and thanks for the spilling the truth. All right. She's like, yeah, we're 45 minutes out of Detroit. <laughs> In, In Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Hold on, let me just write this. Hello, ladies. I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond a long time ago. Okay, not that long ago because I'm not really that old. I'm 27, but I worked there as a teenager. Back in the day, almost all locations around me accepted expired coupons, so you could always use a coupon. You could literally use a coupon on all 20 of your items. I think they've changed that rule, though. So sad. Keep up the good work. We know this. <laughs> our, our Bed Bath & Beyond does that, too. Mm. But I, don't, I haven't been there in a long time. I don't know if they change anything. I doubt it. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. I, somebody posted in our group something about, like, she broke her candle— that was from Bath and Body Works. Yeah. 
And somebody said, listen, I used to work there, and we take them back. Yeah. Just take them back, and they'll give it to you. You could take back an empty one, and they give you a new one. You know Lululemon? Yeah. Leggings? Yeah. You bring back your... <laughs> you? Yeah. You? Yeah. You? <laughs> you could bring back your pilled leggings, apparently. And if you say the right things, they'll give you literally a new pair. I just don't know if I have that in me. Me either. My like, friend, my friend the other day, she's like, I just got two new all. pairs at Lulu. I brought in, the, they were all pilled and stuff. They were, like, so old. And they gave me new pairs. I'm like, I'd rather just buy new pairs. I feel mm-hmm. bad. I mean, but those are expensive. And, they and give, I guess like, they're standing the, by their product, which right. is great. But an empty candle that you burn through. Like, I thought you said broken. If it's well, broken. no, broken, but even burned through. She goes, you can bring in your empty candles that you've burned through, and they will give you a new one. Why? I don't know. I don't think that's true. She said it. Are you calling her a liar? Yeah. Okay. I could never... That's what I'm saying. How could you? How do you if go you, into Bath and Works and be like, hey, I used this whole candle that I paid for and I wanted another one for Dude, free. I wouldn't even, if I if I broke it, if it was my mistake and I broke a fucking candle, it's I wouldn't even have fault. the balls to go in there and say, excuse me, my candle's broken, I have another one. Yeah, no, it's not their fault. Like, it's great that they do that for customer service purposes, but I would never do that. I would never no. take my empty candle and say, I want a new one. I don't think that that's true. An empty candle? That would be like the dumbest thing ever. Then you just get free candles forever? No. (laughs) Listen, I don't know, Alyssa. I'm just telling you what I read. And maybe I read it wrong. (sighs) (laughs) Lush used to do, you know Lush? Yes. That I used to love? Mm -hmm. They do, like, if you bring in a certain amount of, like, empty bottles, you can get, like, a free product. Like, they want to recycle their containers. Okay. That That I understand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. I'm going to have to go look this up because now I feel like an asshole talking. Insights on. Hmm. What? That's her. That's her heading. It says insights on. Oh, did I see a phone? I did. Hmm. Okay. So I work for Bye Bye Baby, and this isn't like really juicy as some of the other ones, but since we're associated with Bed Bath and Beyond, you can use their what? coupons the at Bye Bye Baby, and vice versa. I fucking never knew that. What are the odds that we just read a Bed Bath and Beyond email and then and she now we're doing Bye Bye Baby? And you just said Bed Bath Beyond Bailey Benji Bella Bella Bailey Bella Benji Bailey. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't I say that in order? But now look at Bye Bye Babies. The same thing. The three Bs. Wow. Wow. It's a sign. It is a sign. For what? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, also, the coupons that you all receive in the mailbox don't expire. They have an expiration date, but we could still take them. Somebody literally just said that. The ones we send out in the mail. Email does expire, though. One more thing. Um, but Bed Bath & Beyond has just like Beyond Plus membership that you can get a 20% discount on your entire person purchase that you pay monthly or something. But you can use it... Uh, you can use it in store at Bye Bye Baby, but if you go online, Bed Bath and Beyond, and search it, you wanted to buy something from Bye Bye Baby, you'll be able to find it online at Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> and can use your membership on it. Okay. No way. Since their membership doesn't work online or in store at Bye Bye Baby, since their membership doesn't work online or in store, but whatever. I'm lost, but sounds great. Whatever. We sell that baby things, Bed Bath & Beyond sells online, so you can order it and use their membership. Okay. I hope this made sense. Love you all. This was my second time writing in, first time of confession about blaming somebody for something. Ooh. Oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, we also price match. We do check... We do check ourselves though, so... You can't, can't lie, lie about, about it. It. <laughs> it has to be the exact same item, same color, and everything. And if we prime price match, you can't use the coupon on that item. Oh, and you can't use them more than one coupon <laughs> on the transaction. Okay, love you. Bye. I'm done now. <laughs> Thank you so much for all of that information. <sighs> Sorry, that was a terrible read, Jerry. Damn it. <laughs> all right, what's up? Exposing Texas Roadhouse's nasty silverware. Mmm, delish. Look at that picture. Hi, ladies. <gasps> I'm an avid listener of the podcast, and I got excited when you did your first episode exposing listeners' workplaces because I had something to send in. I used to work at a Texas Roadhouse and would have to roll silverware in the kitchen so many times. 
which made me never want to eat there again. The dirty silverware is thrown into a big crate and ran through the dishwasher. But the silverware wasn't the only thing to go into the crate. If you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse, they're known for their peanuts. You can eat peanuts while you wait and just throw the shells on the floor. Well, somehow, peanut shells would always end up in the crates of the silverware, along with the pieces of food. I took a photo of the nastiest thing I ever saw in the crate. This occurrence was normal, unfortunately. When I first... Um, Sorry, it runs off my screen, so... Unfortunately, when I first was shown how to roll silverware, I was told to polish slash dry them before rolling them in the cloth napkins, which means we would just use a separate cloth napkin to wipe each piece of silverware what that first that just had gotten washed with pieces of food, and you'd use that same napkin over and over again until it got too wet and gross. You'd be able to see food left over behind on the napkin after a while. The uh. plates always came out with black specks on them, and guests were constantly asking for new plates and silverware. So gross. The job sucked because most of the customers were grumpy old people lol but i met my boyfriend there and we've been together for six years now so i guess it wasn't all bad i attached photos of us and my cat jacks just for fun okay oh my god that silverware has literally like a fucking piece of bacon and peanut shells zane would die zane would die literally we don't stand though because somebody i went to high school with had a very horrible encounter with texas roadhouse with racism and so at least at our location Mm -hmm. we don't go we don't go no more Mm -hmm. also corporate did nothing about it so also that. Yeah. So I don't stand. No. Uh, but I stand for you guys. You guys are adorable. You guys and your cat is so fucking cute. And that's my parents' cat's name too. Oh my God. looks like a lion. It's like beautiful. such a, yeah, you have a beautiful cat. That's what we thought cat. Bailey was going to look like when she got older. <laughs> we were so hopeful. <laughs> oh, my cutie. She's so cute. Bailey. Oh my god, did we get lucky with another long hair rescue? Uh, <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. maybe she is. When she's a baby, maybe she is. Little, little stragglies. <laughs> yeah, wishful thinking. Oh my goodness. That's fine though. We love her. Just long hair next time. <laughs> okay, we have another Panera bread. Hey ladies, I know you've already gotten a couple insights on Panera Bread, but I had a few more things to share. First, I heard her the last email about them pre-making sandwiches, and I'm here to say at my location at the time, we would only do this for some of the grilled panini sandwiches other than... Oh, other than that, we made everything fresh. So I wonder if it's just a location thing. Probably. Yes, the soup and the pasta cook... And the pasta came frozen... But all the bread and bagels were baked fresh every day. And at the end of the day, we would get to take home what we wanted, uh, bread, bagels, and mac and cheese that was left over, not to be sold, and the rest would be donated, or so they were told us. Uh, We eventually weren't allowed to take mac home anymore because people started putting it down, putting down more in the warmer than what was projected for the day. On purpose so they, they could like, take it home? Let's just open a fresh one right ah! now so they can take it home. We're closing in 10 minutes. That's funny. <laughs> now I want um, Okay, so here's the grossest story about working there. Sometimes there would be bowls that didn't get washed all the way. I would always send them back, but for some... But some employees would take a bowl out with crusted on broccoli cheddar soup, for instance, and pour tomato right over on top of it and serve it. This has happened more than once. and I So I highly recommend, if you're going to eat there, go in and go with special... Sorry. Get it to go. Okay, there you go. I highly recommend... What? I highly recommend... This is going to be our last one, guys. Jerry's had enough. We've had enough. We recorded two episodes highly, today. I highly recommend if you go eat there, get it to go, especially if you have food allergies. I ended up quitting because of the super toxic and abusive management, but that's a whole other story. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. Alyssa, you're such an inspiration. And Jerry, I'm so happy you finally got some relief for your back. Thank you so much. We thank you so much. We thank you so much. <laughs> Guys, we gotta go. Guys, listen. Guys, we've had enough. You know, you know me, listen. and you know I'm gonna apologize. And then I always say I'm not gonna apologize, but I'm apologizing so shut up. because don't. <gasps> do you hear the way she talks? Stop apologizing. To me? No, honestly, I had to do it to myself the other day. Where was I? I kept saying like, like I, I was like, it was like a waiter or something. I'm like, I'm sorry. Can I just have some salt? Oh, I was out to brunch with my friends. I'm sorry. Can I just have some salt? I'm like, why am I saying sorry? Literally, after he walked away, I was like, why am I saying sorry? It's literally his job. Like, I could be like, can I just please? Can I have some salt, please? That's more than enough. I don't have to be like, I'm sorry. Like, 
Sorry to bother you while you're doing your job. But was it that he was just there 17 times before and you keep like... No, it wasn't our waiter. Maybe that's why I did it because it was just some guy walking by. I was just like, can I have some salt, please? I'm sorry. I know. And Listen, I'm sorry for reading emails fucked up. (laughs) She's sorry for asking the guy for some damn fucking salt. I'm We're like, just sorry. sorry. We're sorry, people. That's why. Like you, you, everybody does it. You're at a restaurant. You're like, I'm sorry. Can I just ask you a question? Yeah. It's like, why are we saying sorry? Because it's their job. we're interrupting or they're doing something different. I don't know. People would do it to us too. No. I guess I meant like, yeah, like, like sorry, I'm stopping me. you in your tracks for well, walking. Ex- excuse me. Yeah, excuse me is better. Yeah. Excuse me, can I just have some salt, please? Right. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. We found go. it. We, we found, found it. it. We're not apologizing anymore. Excuse no me. To say sorry. Ex- excuse me from the way I read your emails today, okay? I'm having I love I, it. Listen, I said <gasps> please before. Please excuse me. I said it before. We even started with the first one. My eyes, my, my contacts are like dry. I don't know, allergies, something. So it's like doubly worse than it's ever been. So I apologize. Plus, we're talking and talking no, you and don't talking. Apologize. You, please I excuse mean, me. Please excuse me for my miserable reading of, <laughs> of your emails. Making moves. Excuse me. Because that's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm right. just being polite. Right. I love that. Okay. Okay, sold. Winner. <laughs> winner, chicken winner, dinner. winner, chicken dinner. Uh, thank you for listening. If you want to send an email, podcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget if you want to get our episodes early. Get that Sunday fun day. Listen to us while you're cleaning, doing laundry, doing your errands, all of the above. The link's down below. <gasps> okay, okay, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.